Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, good morning. I'm Ross. Thanks for spending some time with me here on KOA. I'm so pleased to welcome back to the show my good friend Chris Wright. Uh, Chris Wright is the founder and CEO of Liberty Energy. Uh, the second biggest, are you biggest yet? Fracking company in the United States of America. Hey, Chris, welcome back. Still second, Ross. Hey, great to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. You too. I got a lot of stuff to talk about with you today. I watched your video. I saw the piece in the Wall Street Journal, uh, Energy CEO. I, I hated the headline, by the way. Energy CEO fights climate science. Uh, no. Um, I, I'm wondering before we, before we proceed what you thought of that headline. Yeah, I didn't like it either. You know, I'm told they they love a sensational headline. So doesn't that sound doesn't that sound like what an oil and gas guy would do? Of course, it was the journal who had it wrong, and I who had it right on the climate science. Um, but I wrote a correction to that, and and that's part of the goal for me in all these things. You know, the media and politicians just relentlessly uh, beat the drum that that floods and droughts and hurricanes and tornadoes are all getting worse. But none of them are getting worse, and that's in the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change reports. The bureaucracy, of course, that's, that, if anything, would be motivated to say they are, even if it was a close call, but they don't claim it. They're honest. Right. That data's not there. Right, and, and folks, if, if the name Chris Wright is ringing a bell, but you can't quite place it, you might have seen or heard on this show Chris's video that got him kind of famous a few years back where he took on the North Face after the North Face refused to make some customized jackets for an oil and gas company. And then Chris did this video explaining how almost every single thing the North Face makes is made out of oil and gas. And I don't mean made with oil and gas, made out of oil and gas, right? Exactly, both, made with and out of. With and out of. So you uh, put out this very interesting video and folks the video is up at rosskaminsky.com so you can find it easily so before we get to the esg stuff that we're going to talk about i want to ask you about one particular thing in your video you hear people all the time using this term clean energy they don't as often use the term dirty energy for oil and gas but it's implied that oil and gas is dirty energy and I don't know, their windmills or solar panels or something are supposed to be clean. Can you please disabuse people of this notion of that stuff being clean energy? Yeah, as I say in that video, Ross, every different energy production technology has impacts, and there are different impacts across them. But yeah, the enormous amount of mining, the enormous amount of cement and steel, uh, that it takes to make wind turbines and solar panels. In fact, it's 10 times, generally more, but at least 10 times as much energy-intensive manufacturing materials to produce the same amount of energy versus wind and solar. And if you look at the rare earth uh, minerals processing in China, I mean, it's one of the probably most horrific environmental activities that goes on in today's world, our cleaner world, is the processing of rare earth minerals, which are just key to 
building wind and solar. So yes, if you look at photographs, if you follow a supply chain, all energy production has environmental impacts. And wind and solar use much more land, much more mining, much more materials. So we have impacts too. They do have lower greenhouse gas emissions, but certainly not a smaller footprint on the, on the total environment if you look at all the, all the impacts. And, and even on the greenhouse gas side, usually the folks who talk about this ignore all the greenhouse gases that are created by the production of so-called clean energy. So, you know, oil and gas creates these so-called greenhouse gases when you use it. And the electrification stuff and the batteries and all that produce all the greenhouse gases upstream or, yeah, when you, when you make it, and people never talk about that and they only look at the, the later part. But really, the you know, full life cycle is a lot closer than people think. Exactly. And, and, and for electric cars, it, it's even more so. And look, I'm for I'm an electrical engineer. Electric cars are cool. I'm not against them. I just want to be clear. Yeah, they're not zero. They're not zero greenhouse gas emission vehicles. In fact, it takes about a thousand gallons of diesel to make an electric car. You have to drive the average electric car, the same size as an internal combustion car. You have to drive that car about 60 or 70,000 miles before its total greenhouse gas emissions gets down to the level of an internal combustion engine. Right. And then it'll drift lower than them after that. Right. But just everything in the world takes energy. You can't make wind, solar, electric cars or nuclear power plants or dams without a huge amount of fossil fuels. I'm all for new energy technologies, but let's just be honest which is what I named the video, let's be honest. Uh, one quick thing for folks who don't know Chris, and I'm not saying this just because he's listening to me right now, but Chris Wright is one of the smartest people I've met in my entire life. And he's an MIT guy who studied all kinds of energy. He's in the oil and gas business now, but he has studied and understands more different kinds of energy than anybody I've ever met. And he's not just you know, a cheerleader for the industry he happens to be in. He's, he's about sanity and making better lives for, for human beings. You don't need to respond to that, Chris. So um, you are going to be one of the speakers at a Colorado Business Roundtable event coming up next Thursday in, in Greenwood Village about ESG. And I want to do just like two minutes on this. First, so I'll ask you a two-part question. What is ESG and why should we be concerned about it? So ESG, the E stands for environment, the S is for social, and the G is for governance. So after the financial crisis, banks obviously had a bad reputation, took a big rap, and, and certainly bear some of the blame for the just horrible event that happened. And I think to sort of restore a reputation, show they were good citizens, they, they took an idea that was a decade or so old then, but they tried to, they took an idea and have pushed it wide. That when we invest in companies or we lend to companies or do business with them, we want to check out their record on the environment, on social, how do they impact their employees and the communities they work, and are they governed in a, in a fair and respectful way. Like, of course, those are great issues. Every government should, every company should care about the environment, certainly their communities, and be governed in a transparent way. So the issue is reasonable, but it's become sort of a top-down, you know, BlackRock in New York decides you fill in these 40 boxes and, and count up these categories they want you to count up, and then they rate you as socially virtuous or not or somewhere in between. And then for environment score, it's dominantly what is your greenhouse gas emissions. 
there's just way more to the environment than that. Uh, so I, I think it's become a, a quite a negative, uh, quite a negative movement because the main thing it's done is made it harder for oil and gas producing companies or coal mining companies to get loans, to get investment capital. It's sort of part of Biden's all of government, all of society push to reduce the production of oil and gas. And Ross, I, I, I say this oftenly, it's actually good for my business, right? If you sell a product, oil and gas, and there's external forces that on the margin reduce the production of that quantity, but do nothing to change the demand, it just drives prices up and makes it less reliable. Higher prices means record profitability for my company today, record profitability for most of the companies in my industry. So we're not hurting from this, but it's bad for the country. It means everyone else is paying more for gasoline and to heat their home and to fly, buy an airplane ticket. We shouldn't have more expensive, less reliable energy. That's not good for America. That's not good for the world. I'll add one other thing to that. Folks who bought into this and did ESG-style investing have massively underperformed the, the market in their investment returns, which means they're all going to be poorer in their retirement because they decided to virtue signal by doing ESG investing. Those stocks have not done well compared to much of the rest of the market, not least because they did not invest in oil and gas stocks that have done incredibly well. Uh, I'm almost out of time here, Chris. Can you tell people where they can sign up to come to this meeting, meet you, hear you, and hear about this issue next week? Yeah, so it's in Greenwood Village, as Ross said. Go to the C-O-B-R-T, Colorado Business Roundtable, so C-O-B-R-T.com website, and there's a thing, events. Click on the events. It's next Thursday. It's like 3 to 4.30, and there's going to be free beer and wine afterwards. So come join. And, and look, there's a uh, guy who runs the, I, the index funds for BlackRock, so a very a New York financial professional. They're sort of a little bit on the other side of the issue. But I think we'll have a thoughtful issue about these tradeoffs. I, I think one thing Ross and I agree on, we should just keep politics out of business. Politics is important. We've got to make policy decisions as a society. But I think Ross and I believe they shouldn't, we shouldn't politicize business. Keep politics and politics and business and business. But join us, if you can, next Thursday for that dialogue, 3 o'clock. Check it out at cobrt.com. Thanks very much, Chris. Appreciate it. And Chris's uh, business website, libertyenergy.com. Good to talk to you, my friend. See you soon. Thanks, Ross. Take care, everyone. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.